Oh no, what's going on? Who is this? Bob Rob? No. Ross. I can't read. I only Bob have Ross. You don't know who Bob Ross is? Apparently he enjoys painting. You're joking me. No, who's Bob Ross? Cynthia Yanoff. What I have to teach you about AI? I gotta teach you about Bob Ross. Should I Google it or is it like married sex okay. and I shouldn't? Do not Google. You can totally Google it. He is the calmest art teacher ever. He paints happy trees. He was on like PBS or national, you know, public okay. television teaching people how to paint. Bob Ross with the giant fro. Oh, sorry. I think Are I, you? I think I, I dozed I, off. I, Surprise, happy Friday. Just so you know, you are listening to the Don't Mom Alone podcast, and I am your host, Heather McFadden. I'm still here to connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And if you joined us during our Summer of Mentorship series, then you are familiar with my friend, Cynthia Yanoff. She's the host of the Mesmerize podcast. And we had such a good time recording over the summer that we've decided to make this a monthly thing. So you will be hearing from us the first Friday of every month. And yes, I'm aware it is not the first Friday today, but it is the first Friday of school for my people. So there's that. Uh, But we're just here to share a bit of our life today. We're talking about our summer updates. I will tell you that we recorded this before the devastation in Maui. And I do share about my story in Maui. And so at the end of the show, I'll share just a little bit more processing I've had to do since. And um, really, we're just covering expectations, y'all. And I know we carry a lot. Also letting go of maybe family traditions you've held for a long time. But let's get right to it. Here we go. I think that when I'm going to show you these post-it notes with Bob Ross painting, you're going to be like, oh my gosh. And instead, who's that? In full disclosure, I only have one eye. <laughs> and we're sitting in the dark and you have sunglasses on. And I have sunglasses on. We're in the dark. I've had a procedure. Nobody needs to hear about it. But I only have one eye and an eye patch. But and I, I really, can't see. I really thought, okay, I'll give her that. Okay, so she just can't see. You said what? Jesus? You thought it was- <laughs> I said, is that Jesus? Healing a paralytic. I couldn't. I don't know. You know what? For a lot of people, Bob Ross is a Jesus figure. He's very calming. There was a season when I would turn it on for one of my boys. He would just sit there and watch it and it would calm him down. You need to try this for JB. I'm giving you parenting tips right now. There's a thousand parenting tips I could use, but I never (laughs) saw it coming. It's Bob Ross. (laughs) It's Bob Ross. You remember when we got a caller this summer and she asked about helping her daughter with her eye patch and you said, I've got nothing. Okay, I did say that. And I want everyone to know that I even had a moment where I'm like, well, I mean, if trying to get your kid to wear an eye patch is like your hill to die, that's the hardest thing you're facing, then you kind of downplayed it. Yeah, like, I not a big deal. It. Yeah, I have an eye patch on right now. And you have empathy. Oh, my gosh. Like, call her. Call back. <laughs> call her. <laughs> she has advice. So if you've stuck with us. Uh, yeah, Cynthia, you've had a little trauma drama in the last week. It's fine. I had a little something um, on my side of my face burned off. And unfortunately, that's all fine. But unfortunately, my whole eye is swollen shut. And my don't mom alone friend over here, I I happen to have an eye patch. (laughs) I happen to have massive swelling. And I may or may not have been called a pirate or gotten No, I just called and I said, is that the proper greeting? I didn't know. But hey, I'm a melanoma survivor. We're saying right now, go get your skin checked, moms. 
Get your skin checked, you know, everyone. Put your mask on first is, is the airplane advice. Before, yes. yes. So take care of your bodies so you can take care of your kids. Because you got to now take your daughter to college and you've got an eye patch. Aren't you <laughs> doing that tonight? No, tomorrow. We're not even talking about this. This is going to be fine by tomorrow, everybody. I'm on a steroid. Surely this is going to be fine by tomorrow and I'm going to be able to read. Everything's fine. This is where I can tell you're an achiever. This is where the lawyer comes out. You didn't cancel on me for today. Mm-mm. See, other ones, they would have quit. They would have been like, too much. I'm going to bed. I'm not doing anything. I'm tired. I don't feel good. And you're like, no, we're going to get this done. We're going to press on. And I drove over here and you and I don't live that close. And for those in in Dallas, it'll already be over by the time this airs. But there's some scary driving going on on the road with me right now because I only have one eye. Oh, I didn't um, think about that. But I'm just going a little slower. Everybody, it's fine. Are you allowed to drive with one eye? Is I that, don't know. Nobody's asking. Hey, but I did go to the DP. Nobody's asking. Nobody's you got asking. Your sunglasses questions. on. They can't tell. I would yank that patch off. You're a Christian celebrity sunglasses. Yes. I went to the um, DPS yesterday because my 16 year old cannot help himself and he loses his license or his permit. Or we've been four times and he's only had his license since March. Everyone take that in for a minute. Four okay. times. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had to go yesterday. That's a lot. Because once you get an appointment, I don't people, think I've been four times in my life and I've moved states. Okay. So once you get an appointment, you have to go, right? It takes yeah. like two months in Texas to get. Yes. So I'm like, we're going, eye patch and all. And so when we <laughs> sat down, the person said, uh, driver's license. And I was just answering for him because we're moms. That's what we do. I said, yeah. And he's like, um, you understand we're going to have to retake your picture, right? <laughs> he was like, I had this look of horror on my behalf. I was like, oh, actually, this is for my son, not me. And he had this like visible like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that wouldn't. Yeah, that would be a forever. Yeah. It's like, a well, for a normal license it's a 10-year gap between pictures okay so here we are here we are back we're back and you were prepping okay so yes i okay everyone if you listen this summer and you're still here we'd like to give you a round of applause for that and i want you to know here's my sound effects (laughs) we thank you our sound effects we're just that we're that high quality (laughs) um Yes, I was telling my husband this morning, I'm like, hey, Heather and I are going to tape today. I've got to take a little time and go do some prep. And he was like, oh, you prep. And I was like, wait, what's that? Does it all sound like we prep? And he said, perhaps that's our art is that oh, yeah. it sounds like we haven't prepped. We're so good mm-hmm. that our prep work comes off as we haven't prepped. And I'm like, no, I don't cuff. think that's it at all. Apparently, it looks like you and I are winging a prayer. A little bit. Okay. Slight. But I think we just have spontaneous thoughts that stem off of our core foundation. My goal today was to give an update on summer because I know when we recorded the summer mentorship, I was dreading it. I know I had a negative Nancy attitude. About our summer. taping together? No, no, oh. about summer. Oh, okay. I was not looking forward to it. I'd had some bummer summers the last few. I'd been trying to write books, launch books, and entertain my children and make memories and yada, yada. Wasn't looking forward to it. And it beat expectations. Now, when your expectations are in the garbage, <laughs> it's not hard to beat them. But I thought we could give a little update. Okay. Yeah. Then let's hear it. I mean, you just got back from Hawaii. I made that happen despite probably not a great financial decision, Mm -hmm. but I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, will we regret it? No. No. Um, But we did. I was really frugal. I even posted a little video like you don't have to spend a lot of money when you're in a beautiful place to like entertain your children. Like just go outside. It's beautiful. You like had a tent instead of a hotel room. (laughs) We had used points to get a condo. And Uh so... That's my tip. Get a good credit card that gives good points that gets you places mm-hmm. to stay. 
And then we could eat breakfast and dinner there. Oh, yeah. And then when you go out for lunch, it's a lot cheaper than a dinner. I mean, it's still not cheap here in Hawaii. And there was a Costco by the airport. Boom. Massive amounts of food for children and snacks. Fill them up with snacks and soda. I don't think anyone's ever put a boom after Costco. (laughs) (laughs) Moms of four boys love the Costco. That's boom worthy. constant feeding. I'm envisioning you out there like, I know kids, we're out here enjoying the ocean. If you happen to kill a fish, we'll fry that up tonight. We'll fry it up. Totally. Found a crab. Let's eat it. Okay. Yeah. No, we were at the Costco and there were live chickens outside. And I was like, do they not know they're like rotisserie chickens? <laughs> I'd get far from here if run, I were you. Run. So did run. you have any like, uh, so overall, great experience. So were there any meltdowns? Any like, because I feel like every time we go on vacation, there's like that one well, that's moment. That's what I want to know from you. Yeah. And that's what I want to bring up to the moms. If y'all had any, and we should not call them vacations. We know at this point. No, the trips. Family trips. Yeah. You are going as a family, mm-hmm. but it is doing the same thing you do at home, just in a different location. And sometimes a little harder if you have real little kids. Like you're right. having to bring places for them to sleep, strollers, car seats. I was watching the other families. It's especially, a lot. Especially if there's sand and you have to have a wagon with all oh. the paraphernalia and a baby. No, thank you. No, thank you. So the other thing I noticed though too is, I don't know about you, growing up, my dad was the planner of the trips. Okay. For you, who was it? Who planned the like? Who planned out the details of like where you're gonna go and the accommodations and all that? Kind Apparently, of stuff? nobody. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> we stayed in some rough spots. I mean, Tom and Dorothy were great people, but we did take some vacations, but not like regularly. Not. But when you do, I do feel like it was like like not super planned, which is kind of how my family travels. So maybe I I come by it honestly, but but your husband does he have an expectation of who's in charge of planning out the days, planning out what you do. No, nobody has any expectations. That's why we end up and we're like, you know, on our way to Colorado and, you know, in, in some small town at two in the morning and there's no hotels and someone's like, oh, you didn't make a reservation. I'm like, and looking at the kids, did anybody? So no. <laughs> so that's how y'all roll. That's how we roll. Yeah. So you went to Colorado this summer yeah. and it was just uh Just, it was just, well, I mean, we rented a house and that was it. Then the You rest knew was, about the house. Mm-hmm. You rented, can we say- like who, where you rented the house or is that secret information? Oh, I don't, I mean, I don't think anybody cares, but yeah. Like who stayed there right before you? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So we rented from a, a girl out of Dallas. Um, Shout out to Chestnut Hill Cabins. I'm trying to remember. Um, sponsored by. Sponsored by 20% off Cynthia's next day. Um, And so I guess they have several houses. I don't know who stayed in what, but Melanie Schenkel was staying with them the week before. And you and I love Melanie Schenkel and all she's of her writing. So yeah, she's so great. So that was super fun. And. My daughter was like, you should try to write while you're here. I mean, you've this is the presence of greatness because Melanie writes such incredible books. And I didn't write, but I did fall off a platform. Wait, what? I know. Flat on my face. I know, you guys. I can't. I haven't heard this story at all. So well, we I need won't to go know. into it. We won't go into details other than to say it's um, there's been I think there's been pictures posted on my social by my daughter. But basically, I tripped over the lip of something and fell flat on my face. I don't think I've fallen. When's the last time you fell down? Oh, probably a lot. Okay. I fall a lot. Okay. I'm not a faller. And okay. I literally fell flat on my face. <laughs> Same side right now that's patched, by the way. Hmm. No, it wasn't patched at the time that you can't no, blame that. No, it wasn't. No. Black eye. I mean, Wait, my... maybe that's why it responded that way. Is maybe. it the same eye? Yes. Oh, it was already my, injured. My eyes like, no, thank you. Your um, eyes anyway, are like, why do you hate me? Bleeding legs. Oh, the no. whole thing. Yes. And um, my sweet parents saw it. And my parents about, they thought I was dead. I'm no. laying on the ground. It was a whole thing. But anyway, yes, we just got back from Colorado. We had a blast other than a, a few little incidents. Did you have to go to an uh, emergency room? No, uh-uh. 
But um, a few years before that, it's Breckenridge. Like everything goes south in Breckenridge. You can look at my social. I'm not going to go into all this, you guys, I promise. But my husband had a massive bike accident in Breckenridge a couple of years ago, the last time we were there. And I somehow got the entire bike wreck on video in slow motion. And it's on, it was, it was on my social and everyone's like, oh my gosh. I mean, he was going off a jump, which why are we going off jumps? How old are we? Oh, we're at 48 ish, uh, mm-hmm. you know, ish. and flipping in the air and flying like, anyway, so we, bad things happen in Breckenridge, but we're back and we're it, fine. I mean, it's literally called Breck, which is close to break. break. So maybe avoid yeah. that next time. Okay. Back to Hawaii. So did you freak out? So. Here's the story. I was thrilled to get everybody together. We have not done a just our family trip in a long time. And we go to family camp every summer. This was the first summer we had not. So I really wanted to make the most of it. And I think what happens, my personality, I set really high expectations. Mm-hmm. Are you a high expectations person? Or yeah, not? especially if money's involved. I've spent a lot of money on it. Okay. Well, mine is just I want to make really good memories. I want everyone to connect. Mm -hmm. I want everyone to be like having the best time. So I was feeling the overwhelm of I need to make sure I plan out good days. I don't, you know, no one's starving at any point. Like I've already mentioned the food, but also just like Costco. Boom. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) But also researching what are some economical things we can do that the boys would still like. Well, they were getting tired. Okay. By the end of the trip, two of them had been out of the country the other direction. So one is dealing with a 12-hour jet lag, seven hours from Europe, five hours to Hawaii. So I get it. They're exhausted, right? And we're doing a lot. You're out in the sun and you're snoring. It's fun. It's all good things, but they're kind of tired. They kind of didn't want to go to the beach that day. And And they're hungry because all they've had is a granola bar from Costco. (laughs) So And and a hotel waffles. So yeah. No hotel waffles. This is just like we're on our own. Okay. So I looked up, oh, there's a really cool ocean center. And I remember going when I was little to Maui and learning about whales and thinking this was such a cool part of my Hawaiian experience because whales are a big thing there in the winter, but not in the summer. Okay. So I thought, oh, we could go. They could learn about whales, you know, just be like chill, just kind of looking at fish. And I'll just say it did not meet expectations and my boys did not enjoy the experience. I was like, this is – it's not – Terrible, terrible, but definitely for the cost that they charged. It was, we've been to way better aquariums. I mean, we have a really nice one here in Dallas. Even our Fair Park one has an interactive stingray thing. Okay. So that's how the day started. Then we went to, back to a restaurant we'd already gone to for lunch that the boys liked. And they were like, can we just go see a movie? Oh, interesting. A movie. afternoon. It's beautiful, but we're going to go to a movie. Barbie. They chose Barbie. Four boys. And a husband. And they put, okay. Margot Robbie is real cute. She's real cute. Well, she is. She's, she's darling. The pole. She's Barbie. She's the pull. So we go, I think it's great. She's the what? The pull for them to go. Oh. The pull. Yeah. I said the pull. And I'm like, no, what are we talking no, 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 about? No, pull. Like why pole, they would want to do that. Okay. Yeah. So then. Boom. I thought it was a great movie. I'm like, if you've seen it, can we talk about it? I've seen it. You have no thoughts? Thoughts. Okay. So the boys. No I have thoughts. Yeah. The boys left and they did not appreciate how men were represented in the movie, which I totally get. Agreed, yeah. Yeah. And I said, I agree with you. There was not one – there might have been a kind guy or someone in a high position, but there wasn't anyone who was smart. Yeah, smart, strong. um, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. I said, actually, and I quoted Nancy Percy, who's a researcher. She's like in her 70s, and she's done research recently on – 
kind of the role of evangelical men who actually are involved in church and who actually have faith in families and okay. how it actually is a, a help to our communities and it's a good thing kind of to go back to these men of faith who are strong men for other reasons than this toxic masculinity okay. view. Yeah. Yada, yada. I said, and in their mind, in my boy's mind, they've seen my husband, mm-hmm. strong faith, grace, truth. They've seen their grandfathers. That's what they see. And then they didn't see it in the Barbie movie. So they were obviously disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, you have to understand for a girl, this really represented a lot of their feelings and I loved Barbies. I still have 20 Barbies upstairs. So I loved it. But you combine. I'm sorry. Can we put in that noise right there? I'm rewinding. You have Barbies upstairs? Totally. A big bin of Barbies. Okay. I haven't pulled them out because I have all boys. But I'm thinking I'm going to pull them out and do a little video. You know. I hope I'm here for that. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, So yada yada. I'm already upset about the morning, feeling like a failure and that we I not only spent money we didn't need to spend, it wasn't a big hit. Um, I'm feeling a little discouraged about the Barbie movie because I didn't see it with a bunch of girlfriends who also had fun. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the night ended with like dinner back at the condo and everybody just kind of going to their corners on their screens. And I was like, we only have one more day left. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things I was hoping to do before mm-hmm. we left. And so I just start crying. In the uh, kitchen, crying, saying all the things. <laughs> Bruce yeah. is standing there. Uh, my youngest empathizes with me. He starts crying. He okay. starts, you know, no, feeling no, all sweet. the feelings. I'm so over here sweet. laughing already about it. And <laughs> he's so sweet. Okay. So sweet. He's crying. Okay. So sweet. Comforting me. I'm so sorry, mom. Handing you like the Costco uh-huh. pub mix. <laughs> totally. Okay. And then Bruce goes to bed and no words are spoken. Uh-oh. And I was like, okay, well, that. Wasn't the expectation I had. So the next morning when I, you know, get up, because you get up real early when you're over in Hawaii because mm-hmm. your body is used to a different time. And he said, hey, you want to go on a walk, which is usually our Saturday morning routine. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fine. Go on a walk. Fine. <laughs> I'm not real warm, okay? Yeah, you're done. Uh, but we hadn't gone on a walk on that vacation. So we go on the walk. Nothing said. I'm not talking. Oh. He's not talking. Uh-huh. We're just walking. We've had those. Yeah. Finally he goes, so you had a lot of feelings last night. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me is the understatement of the year. Totally. Like, that's what you took away from that? That I have a lot of feelings? He was being polite. He, he wanted was to be being like, kind. He was like, how do I handle this situation? Like, that was a freak show. That but you I'm were not, a little bit yeah. freaking out. Um, And... You have a lot of feelings. But thankfully, it did lead to a productive conversation. Oh, good. I explained I was grieving. I had my expectations. Mm-hmm. And then the reality was falling short. And I felt the weight of being re- fully responsible for the trip, which I think other moms can relate to. Like, yes. The pressure of it's all on me. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent yes. And here's here's the thing. Here's how you know that you're not alone in this. Because if you've spent any time in Disney... <laughs> Right. Nobody acts more like a maniac, like they need to be doing time somewhere, like a federal prison than parents at Disney, myself included at any given time. You get on that shuttle after the fireworks and the kids are melting down and you can't get that stroller folded up right. And everyone, and you hear parents say things that you're like, yeah, how did the state let you have children? How did but God it's like, allow this? And it's again, mm-hmm. like you said, it's the cost. It's the... Yes, it's the financial investment when weighed against... The fun factor. Mm-hmm. And I do need to go back in your story. Um, 
let's just get back to the fact you were quoting like research to your boys after this. Like, <laughs> like I love that about you. That's why you and I work, Heather, because <laughs> I quote Seinfeld to mine. <laughs> I'm like, hey, don't wear that. It looks like a puffy shirt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or or uh, like if they do something that's kind of rude, I'm like, no soup for you. Like, I literally parent in no. Seinfeld tidbits. And you're like, <laughs> you've got some researcher stuff on the tip of your tongue. I feel like that even offset that Costco boom. Like the fact that you did that. That's impressive. Well, thank you. I Way appreciate that. Way I to appreciate parent. that. I, well, you know, but I do think it, it was a wake up call to me to recognize where I am sabotaging yeah. the joy. Like even after my meltdown, I was like, we haven't even played one game as a family together. Why does nobody want to be together? And Bruce was like, should I go get the boys and bring them downstairs? I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm like, yes. And then I was like, no. They should crazy want friends. to do it. Should, I said, if I force it, it's going to be miserable. And so. Mm-hmm. And it would. Yeah. And it would be. But like, what were your stresses on vacation besides all of your falls and disasters? Well, yeah. Like I'm a fall risk now. Okay, Heather. <laughs> like I'm one step out of the home. Yeah. So uh, that's a whole different. I've got other considerations right now. Okay. Rather than board games. I'm like. <laughs> I wonder if they do board games in the home my kids are about to put me in. So I'm in a different plane than you are. But all things considered, you and I actually talked several times while we were gone a long time because we had a baseball tournament before that. Yeah. And so it's just, oh gosh, I think we talked about this before, Heather. I can't get it in my mind that five people don't fit in one hotel room. <laughs> Okay, Which, so we don't even have the option. They won't even let us. Yeah, because, you know, we adopted a little one. And so that was kind of you a, have a little on. like one of yours is small. Yeah, you could yeah. hide them behind a suitcase and someone wouldn't notice that you have five because oh, I shoot, think the legal yeah. is four, right? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure we're a fire hazard. That's the least <laughs> of their worries. Okay, so that's the one stressor. And, and so and I will say this hotel we're in, this is the third hotel I've stayed in in six months where the fire alarm has gone off and woken us up and we've had to evacuate the building. And my kids, I'm like, what are the odds? And my kids are like, they're pretty high because of the places we stay in. And I was like, oh, okay. So we were in the Drury Inn in in the Albuquerque, New Mexico. And it was it was dreary. Let's, I think it's a dreary end. But we had a long stop there. And so that was, you know, we're already kind of testy. And then you go to Colorado and it's beautiful and cool. And all of that was great. I would say the stressors for me are, um, I do put expectation behind it. Like if we're financially invested in this, I'm like, we're all going to have fun. Breathe it in. Turn off your phones. You know, all that. The turn off your phones. The turn off your phones. Why are you looking at There's a little bit of that. Yeah. But then here's the one, you guys, that gets me. It's the pictures. Like I obsess over like, we got to get a great family picture. Now, I'm never going to go back and look at these pictures because- you might. I mean, maybe when I'm in the I home I feel like one week, of our roles too is to be the historian. Okay, well, I'm well, yeah, and it looks like it literally looks like I died 10 years ago when you look through the camera rolls, because I'm not in any of them. None yeah, of us are right. That's right. And so I'm in none of them. So it doesn't look it looks like I don't even show up at my kids birthday parties. People are like, Oh, deadbeat mom, this is horrid. So we go to get our picture one night and like have someone else take it. No, sometimes we do that. But this time, no, we just had some friends that were in town and they came with us. And I mean, I'm just talking an iPhone pick. That's all I'm looking for. Like to maybe be a Christmas card? Or are you thinking eh, just to share maybe. on the socials? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just to capture this moment in time. I wanted to capture the moment in time. And if we got lucky, then yes, we could have a Christmas card or something. And you know, like the the teenage boy wears too tight of pants and all the chains are out. See back to summer mentorship on that, right? (laughs) Yes. Sight back to that. Yes. And then the the little one, he's in that weird smile phase. You know, the weird smile phase, moms. You know that one. And you're like, what's that? My brother was in that phase when my sister got married (sighs) because we have the the age difference too. Mm Mm-hmm. He was, I think, 
three when she got married, and so he was making that face. And that's horrible. It's her wedding pictures. <laughs> it's stuck with it for life. <laughs> and so the poor photographer is like trying to take them. Yes, that yeah. is a face. So anyway, those are a few of the things. Just um, trying to get the pictures done. And then, by, I mean, then I'm like, literally like, everyone smile. I don't ask for much. The least you could do is just take a stink. And, and then you like, click. And everyone's like, <laughs> miserable. <laughs> miserable. And, but you know what? We got, I think there's a couple of cute ones. I don't know. Have I looked at them? But I've heard there's cute ones. I think my daughter posted one on my social. I don't post that stuff. But I will say this, like, it's just a reminder reminder we all know this but the picture doesn't tell the story right like you no. see the picture like oh they're all dressed cute and they're in Colorado and they're having the best time I have makeup on like nothing you've ever seen I look like a muppet because I'm, of your black because eye. I have a black eye so I have this thick cakey skin I mean all yeah. the things I'm like the picture doesn't tell the story it does not tell so, the story and I'm sure yeah. that I mean one of my guests Allie Worthington was just talking about how how you should mute you know social media accounts that make you feel bad because it is actually their business model. I mean, you can't Mm -hmm. be mad at them. It's their business model. But if you can control what you consume, it's free content. And I was thinking (laughs) that came out right as I'm releasing like that I'm in Hawaii and I thought people are going to (laughs) be muting me. But little did they know, like there's always a backstory. There's always a backstory. Heather cried in Hawaii Uh, and freaked out and had big emotions. Is that what we said? Uh, A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. I had a lot of feelings. And I did, I had similar issues. So there you are. That's a good summer recap. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, one last thing is holding on to past, you know, how uh, I said, I said that we didn't go to family camp. Right, right, right. And is that the Colorado thing? No, it's in Pine Cove. And uh, we've done it for, you know, since my youngest was a baby, a wee baby. But now it was like my olders, they wouldn't have any guys their age that were going anymore. There were lots of girls their age going of the people we know. You've aged out kind of. For our family and they all were ready to be done. I was not ready. Sponsored by Pine Cove. (laughs) I was not ready to be done. I cried the last day last summer. I was not ready to let it go. And Bruce was ready. The big boys were ready. Well, fast forward to this summer, very last minute. My oldest son got invited to go to Poland to serve Ukrainian refugees, mm. uh, and it fell right when we would have been at Pine Cove. Okay, yeah. And all of our friends were so kind and helped sponsor the trip, and it was totally paid for by them, which is, you can't make that stuff up. That's amazing. And then my other son went with his grandparents last minute to Bulgaria, wow. which you can't make that stuff up. So we would have, they would have had to say no to those things. And go to Tyler. And go to Tyler <laughs> to do something they'd always done with Anyway, it just reminded me, I wrote a book about it called Right Where You Belong. On you Never know, Occupy, <laughs> occupy your space. Recognize where you are and just embrace the new season. It's not going to – not to keep reliving old memories. Yeah. Like your daughter, college age, it's new now. You have a different right. relationship with mm-hmm. her moving forward. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I think that's good. And I think it is so easy to to go. I think that's what kind of gets me in pictures too, to bring it yeah. back to pictures. Like when I go back and look at them, some people celebrate them and they're like, oh, these baby pictures. Me, I almost get a little sad because my tendency is to be like, oh, were those the good days or did yeah. ne- we're never going back to that. And, but then at, the further along I get like, these are the good days too. And the next yeah. season are going to be the good days. And, and yeah. so, but I get what you're saying about the camp. I get that. I mean, I mean, kind of, I would rather go to Hawaii than the camp, but <laughs> I'm trying to walk this road with you, Heather. Well, it's, it's more just, yeah, it's a, it's a growing up of your family in the whole of it and yeah. being okay with that and realizing that doesn't mean just because you're losing, ending something doesn't mean you aren't also starting something 
exciting or being opened up to new experiences. Speaking uh, of starting something, something exciting, new. Before we get to that, can yeah. I say one thing? Can I give an update on my tap back trauma? <laughs> I'm going to go back real quick, if we might. Everyone who's here, can we go back and talk about the summer Episode of mentorship? Episode one. I don't know that anybody felt mentored when we were done, but apparently we had lots of fun. Yeah. And I mean, we had unbelievable response. And I mean, like at least two or three texts from people <laughs> saying how great it was. No, I'm kidding. We had more than that. We had, we had, yeah, it was amazing to hear from y'all. No, we really did. We heard from really, so many of y'all yeah. that really loved it. And so thank you for that. We, we were shocked as anybody. But I think of all the things we talked about. I mean, yes, there were some hearty, meaty topics. But of just the shallow... I think tap back trauma got the most response, or at least mm-hmm. on my side. Mm-hmm. Also, People, the baby pictures that did. Well, and one person that I thought was relating to my view on it, and they were actually <laughs> <laughs> relating to your tap back trauma. So, what's your update? So, my update is this: everyone checking in on tap back trauma. I'm trying to do she's better. She's doing so much better, and okay. let me tell you, she's doing. She's actually responding to things now. There might be like a heart and then a response, which still, is still, which yeah, that's totally growth. fine, totally fine. Growth. But I will tell you, I called you, Heather. Yeah. If you recall, and I guess did I not leave a message? I can't remember. Now. You did not leave a message. Okay, and so then you texted me and said, "Oh my gosh, you called and didn't leave a message. I hope this wasn't your one call from." <laughs> jail. <laughs> and I didn't answer. And I started laughing. And but I was like, no way am I spending my one text or my one call on Heather. No, <laughs> I got to go to someone that's not going to be like, Oh, you're in jail heart. Or, um, no, I mean, I'm not good at answering the phone because I don't have my ringer on. I don't keep mine on either. So anyway, I just wanted to report Don't call that. me if you're in prison. Listen, if you're... <laughs> no one. Does anybody listening get the irony of don't mom alone? It's like, don't call me. My <laughs> ringer won't be on. I might just... I feel like I've had to call out some of this farce. Yeah, it's good. It's healthy. It's I, he- I do feel like I've grown. I, I no, realized you've done great. She's it, done great. I'm, I'm growing in that. But I also think we have learned and are wanted to announce as you were 30 minutes into the episode that we were going to do a 15 minute episode oh yeah we're going to do more of these we are first friday of the month mark your calendars these will release on don't mom alone on don't mom alone yeah right here so you don't have to go anywhere you don't have to go anywhere and um tbd that's the letter i was looking for on uh what we call ourselves still we asked y'all for names, and we have brainstormed so many names. We should go through some. Of we had some pretty y'all had some pretty funny responses. I can't remember them now. And then we had some really bad ideas. And I think the worst of the ideas when Heather's like, "Let's call it." That's what she said. I'm like you can't call it that. What's going on now? One of them I liked was, "Wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, like, what Wait, just what? happened? What did, what did you just say?" Uh, or how in moms in conversations we get distracted and so I wanted to call it what were we talking about yeah what'd you ask me anyway have you ever been on interview literally where you do that I have where I'm like 30 Wait. 45 seconds into an answer Wait, then I'm what like, was your question what's your <laughs> what was your question what was your qu- oh, that's, that's what a we're gonna one. call it what was your question what was your question see you guys this is why you listen to us because like you're literally getting <laughs> live brainstorming <laughs> um, brainstorm yes I'm so excited and I just want to say in all seriousness Heather has been yeah You've been. I don't know why I'm talking as if you're not in the room. It must um, be my eye patch. Just go. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really go get you a snack. Can't or really see you <laughs> if I look out of one eye. Um, you have been so fun, so fun to work with. It's fun to have a friend, but then you actually work together. And you're like, oh my gosh, 
this is fun. And you're so generous and sweet and kind with your time and your platform. And you have been so good to even point back to my new podcast. Like so many people have come and listened and followed because of you. And so I just want to just say that like of all the joking and laughing we do, like you are a cheerleader and not just for me. I see you do it with so many people so well. But I read somewhere on someone's page, it wasn't yours. It was too profound (laughs) for yours. But... (laughs) somewhere I heard someone saying something to the effect of like it's one thing to cheerlead a person that's always gonna like you know be in a status under you but when you can cheerlead a person that could take your job that's cheerleading someone and I just want you to know that I'm probably I mean a breath away from taking your job (laughs) no I'm kidding no but really I've the way you have cheerleaded and and allowed me to be a part of this with you and it's been fun and now we're gonna continue on like anyway Thanks. Hey, all you have to do is get my son in college with your college essay tutoring. This is only what mm-hmm. I'll, all I require of you. And if you do that. I'm pretty good at college essays, everyone. Just FYI. Okay. I don't know if you want to put that out there. It's not going to be the California scandal, like where I'm going to get oh, your kid on the rowing right. team and they don't row. <laughs> but I can read a good college essay and be like, mm, let's work on that. All right. I'm putting I'm putting that in the show notes link. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about our businesses that we launched oh. this summer. Well, maybe we'll save that for our first okay. release in September. Is, will, okay. that, will that keep people y'all, coming back? Yeah, come back, y'all. We've got big announcements. Okay, hopefully you all can relate to some of the things that Cynthia and I shared, and maybe it made you think a little bit about your own mom journey, what expectations you hold, what conversations you can have as a family about who manages what, and to really get in touch with your feelings, like it was it was super helpful when Bruce said, so you had a lot of feelings and we have the language to talk through what was going on in me. Why was I having a hard time? That really proved helpful even as we processed coming home from Hawaii and seeing the news about a place we had just been days before, totally devastated. And I was feeling the heaviness of it. Uh, I didn't realize Bruce was as well. And we went on our date night. We were just talking through it, just a grief and a loss. And I think even our boys, there's a connectedness to a place. Even like I said in this episode, I actually lived in Maui for a month when I was in elementary school with my family. And so that is one of the reasons I felt such a strong pull to have my boys visited. It's beyond just, oh, I went there for my honeymoon. It holds a lot of really good memories for me. It reminded me of the value of proximity and really knowing something. So when you see news about it or you people have all sorts of opinions about things that you actually have some experience, how much that matters. Also, I recognized I had a little anxiety that attached to it, realizing how each of your decisions, they matter because we've debated on what days we were going to go, what weeks we were going to go. And anyway, just the sovereignty of God and I know... Sovereignty is a tricky conversation when there is suffering. How does he allow it? How is it possible that something like this would happen? And man, y'all, I just, whenever fear tries to attach and go back to Sissy's episode, if you haven't listened to it, The Worry-Free Parent, getting back to truth, centering what is true right now, and really, truly what it's led me to is being led by the Spirit in decisions when it comes to our family and just not necessarily doing what everything everybody else is doing or judging what other people are doing. I'd really love to continue to foster this judge-free parenting community where um, we can make different choices when it comes to schooling and how our families run and even career choices like that we could 
trust that each family is doing the best that they can do and that you lean into your own journey, like I write about and right where you belong, like lean in with God, follow his lead on your path with him. I heard a sermon last Sunday from uh, one of my favorite Bible teachers, Abe Curavila. He used to be a professor at Dallas Theological Seminary. Now he's moved. He was teaching on Psalm 19 and it was interesting. Like I'd never heard uh, someone teach on this, but half of the, the first part of the Psalm is about celestial things, the sun and how the heavens speak how they pour forth, they proclaim, they utter, but they have no voice. And he was saying they're basically talking about God without any sound and how they do this all day, all night, for all eternity, all of time, and to the end of the earth, all of the universe. So time and space is filled with this physical representation of God's order and glorifying him over and over and over again. And then the psalm goes into... God's laws and God's commandments and testimony and precepts. And the comparison is just like those heavenly bodies communicate about God, God has communicated to us on how to live through his precepts and his commands. And it's by living, by being guided by those that we testify to God's goodness and we live good lives. It's like if we are like the sun and can, the sun follows its orbit and its path, and we have a guide and we have a prescription by God. He is giving us guidelines on how to live and even uniquely through the spirit, following Jesus, guidelines to live. And it is through following that path that we find true happiness and even in the midst of hard because we know we are walking with God. I don't know if this is making sense, but I loved the analogy of the sun following its orbit and me following the word of God and, and the orbit that I'm on with God. Anyway, I found comfort in it, and I hope that that is comforting to you. I'm going to say a quick prayer for us. Lord, I thank you for our summers. I thank you for the seasons. I thank you for the change in pace. I also thank you for ways we were surprised that Maybe our reality didn't meet expectations. Maybe it fell short. Maybe things were better than we expected. But Lord, I thank you that we can take those expectations and we can communicate them honestly to you, that you can handle all of that. We thank you that you have given us a plan and a way to live. And I pray, Lord, that we would be in your word, that we would read your words, your living word that directs us when we're trying to make decisions and that we would lean into the Holy Spirit and the words that your spirit will bring to mind to guide us when we're making decisions this coming year. And I pray, Lord, we would trust your sovereignty in all of the paths that we're going on, that um, fear would not get a foothold in the unknowns and um, tragedies around us, suffering in our own lives or in the ones we love. I pray, Lord, that we would cling to you most because that's you are the one who brings healing, hope, and care in our lives and in our kids' lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all, thanks for joining me. I will be back here on Monday. Just a few more days. You don't have to wait that long. Uh, I'll be back here on Monday with our first full episode in our tech series. I hope that you join me. Adios.